Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Hello, my goddesses. So today I'm going to be talking about yoni eggs. And in essence, they are crystal eggs that are meant to be inserted intravaginally for the purpose of Kegels, meditation, yoga, sex, masturbation. There are different sizes. Larger ones are easier to use. And as you go down in size, it is more difficult to use. So yoni eggs can be crafted from a lot of different materials and in this podcast I'm going to be sharing which materials are actually best to use and which are actually potentially dangerous. So the term yoni egg is actually a recently coined term. In truth yoni is an iconic symbol of divine femininity that is used in Hindu tantric philosophy. However yoni eggs in origin are Chinese. In particular, they are Taoist tools that are for internal alchemy that were popularized by the White Tigress Society. So traditionally, these yoni eggs were called Benoit balls. They were circular. There were two used at a time. So even though Taoist sexual arts are attributed to the Taoist immortalist Shi Wang Mu, and of course the three courtesans of Huang Di, you don't see the introduction of Benoit and Mingling as the literary concept until we get to the rise of the white tigress society so benoit and mingling are almost exclusively mentioned in the white tigress manuals and white tigress manuals are a collection of techniques and philosophy specific to a matriarchal lineage in relation to the white tigress society so these texts actually remain untranslated and unpublished and to my knowledge you will not find any literature about the benoit balls mingling or even yoni eggs in general from a classical Taoist perspective in any published english literature so some general details surrounding the use of benoit and mingling from a classical perspective is the first and foremost the use of the benoit for microstimulation of the vaginal canal. And this was done for the purpose of ensuring that the vag- vag- ah! vaginal canal was lubricated. So this was very subtle simulation as white tigresses would insert their Benoit. They would have it for up to six hours a day while they walk, do chores, do their Qigong, meditate, and of course have sex and masturbate. And something that's really interesting about the original Benoit is that most of them were made from jade. So I actually exclusively use yoni eggs made of quartz crystals and I'm going to talk a little bit about why because it's important but it's also important to understand the traditional alchemical perspective. So the reason that they use jade was because jade is the the stone of sexual love. And this stone was believed by Taoists to be essentially frozen dragon sperm, so pure yang energy. And another classical use of the Benoit or the Mingling was for the articulation of the yoni. 
So essentially creating mastery over your pelvic floor, being able to tighten, strengthen, loosen, push, and pull upwards your Benoit. And some things that you need to know about yoni eggs, if you're interested in using them, or if you are already using them, um, especially for contemporary purposes like Kegels, pelvic floor exercises, and sex. So number one, Yoni eggs are not for everyone. Not everyone is a good candidate for yoni egg exercises. Yoni eggs can be beneficial to someone who has a normal to weak pelvic floor. But for anybody who has myofascial pain, hyperactive pelvic floor, vaginismus, or anyone who has any kind of trigger points along the vaginal canal, I don't recommend that you use yoni eggs. At least not first. You don't want to perform Kegels, hyperactive tension on the pelvic floor um, especially when you already have a very tight pelvic floor it can actually worsen your condition so if you have that steer clear of yoni eggs at least until you follow up with a pelvic floor specialist and perform some myofascial pain relief two not all yoni eggs are safe to use so don't go around looking for the goddamn cheapest thing because you're just going to fuck yourself up internally. So how the material that they're created with can actually create harm. So there's three different ways to create yoni eggs. One is being created from material that is porous in nature, meaning that the spatial distribution of the stone allows bacteria to enter in the crystalline matrix. This can harbor bacteria over time and create a very unhealthy environment for your vagina. Another way that yoni eggs can, be created, can create harm is being water-soluble. So please, if it's a calcite or a selenite, do not put it in your vagina. I have been on Etsy and I see selenite wand and I'm like, why would you make a fucking vagina wand out of selenite? It makes absolutely no sense. That shit's going to melt inside your vagina and... I don't even want to imagine what's going to happen. Um, yeah, like it's going to react to a moist environment, you know, and you, I just don't want to talk about it. Let's just forget it. Okay. Anything that can just, dis- anything that can dissolve in water, imagine putting it inside of your aqueous nature vagina. Like we don't want any crystals, stones, or minerals dissolving in your vagina. Okay. Another way that yoni eggs can actually create potential harm is the introduction of adverse chemicals, whether that's chemical composition natural and organic to your stone, like malachite and azurite, or the introduction ugh, introduction of secondary chemical treatment, such as shellac, heat treatment, or any other adverse unnatural chemicals that can actually come off your stone and into your body, into your tissues. So let's talk about the different kinds of yoni eggs or Benoit balls that are actually potentially safe. And I say potentially safe because in truth, more research has to be done on whether or not yoni eggs are safe for the long term. In my experience, in my research, I have found that the only kind of material that should be used for yoni eggs and crystal sex toys in general are those belonging to the quartz family. Or maybe even glass. So clear quartz, rose quartz, smoky quartz, blue quartz, and amethyst. Those are okay to use. These are non-porous, which is actually really important because, <clears throat> like I said, 
and that spatial distribution of the crystalline matrix can actually harbor bacteria when it comes to quartz crystals they're not going to allow any external bacteria to enter their matrix that means when you clean them you clean them effectively they're going to be free from bacteria and should be safe to use intravaginally additionally it's very important that your yoni egg is not chemically treated so just because it's a quartz crystal doesn't mean it doesn't have any harmful shellac or secondary chemical treatment right like polishing it shine it shining it and stuff all those things that are added to the yoni egg so the only way to know for certain that your yoni egg hasn't been chemically treated is with a certification from a body that certifies stones such as gia now there are some yoni eggs sold on the market that have gia certifications this is one of two things and that means that the yoni egg itself received testing and has been assured not to have been introduced to any chemical treatment or which is going to be more likely situation your yoni egg came from a sample batch where one egg in the batch was sent to a gia lab and it was ensured that it was not introduced to any kind of chemical treatment so in this way your yoni egg actually represents that it comes from a batch that is not being introduced to any secondary chemicals so let's start separating fact from fiction on what yoni eggs can actually do for you <clears throat> so yoni eggs cannot treat painful periods infertility uterine fibroids pcos and everything else like the gynecological issues that people claim that this thing can help you with. Same thing with yoni steams, okay? Yoni eggs and yoni steams cannot help with these gynecological issues. I highly suggest you go to a specialist, Ayurveda, acupuncturist, or gynecologist to have more assistance on that. But those are all fucking marketing strategies. It is not true. It there isn't enough science to back it up. Um, yoni egg is going to help you with meditation, yoga, your internal alchemy, sex and masturbation, and maybe your pelvic floor therapy. And that's it. It's not going to help you get a man in 30 days. It's not going to help you treat a slew of gynecological or pathological hormonal imbalances. It's not going to help treat your depression, anxiety. Let's be really fucking clear on what this shit can do okay yoni eggs are not a cure-all another big misconception is that yoni eggs actually improve your spirituality Whew, lord okay spirituality is subjective it's a personal experience of improving the immaterial spirit okay it has nothing to do with any particular crystal therapy practice and it's not bound by any ritual or lifestyle. It's super subjective. So claims that yoni eggs like can heighten your intuition and make you more spiritual often comes from misappropriated ideas that are drawn from classical Chinese medicine, Taoism, and tantric philosophy. So forget all the idea about it improving your sense of enlightenment. And let's start from a more practical perspective when it comes to pleasure, crystal therapeutics, and of course, pelvic floor therapy. So 
There are three main benefits for using a yoni egg for those that make good candidates. And of course, the first benefit is enhanced sexual pleasure. You can use your yoni egg however you want. Honestly, do what feels good. Sometimes you can use it during penetrative sex to create a, bar a protective barrier against the cervix. It also applies a really nice arousal pleasure on your deep erogenous zones when it's used for penetrative sex. You can use it for masturbation and honestly when it comes to sex toys of any kind i just advocate that you do what feels good the second benefit to yoni eggs is their potential help when it comes to pelvic floor dysfunction and like i said earlier this is for people that are experiencing weak to normal pelvic floors so if you are sneezing and accidentally pee and this does happen after women give birth and just age in general, um, it's a great way to train your pelvic floor. Another thing is to, when you go to pee, don't just like, whoosh, like let it all out at once. You want to like release and hold, release and hold, release and hold. And that is actually training the muscles. So if you're doing it in a public restroom, it might kind of sound weird, but whatever, you're doing your practice. And I don't encourage doing it all the time or you know too often I think it's okay to do like maybe once a day for a couple weeks or so but over time you don't want to have that bacteria build up in your kidney either because then it can lead to UTIs and lord knows that is the last thing any of us need um oh totally lost my train of thought um I wanted to say something about pelvic floor muscles. So the pelvic floor muscle is, you know, a group of muscles that are used to uplift the uterus, the bladder, and the rectum, right? These muscles are responsible for urination, defecation, childbearing, and it's loaded with a bunch of erogenous zones and nerves that are responsible for orgasm and sexual stimulation. So that's why taking care of your pelvic floor is one way to really tonify your sexual experiences. And it's a great self-care method when it comes to taking time to improve your sexual prowess. So in short, you can perform Kegels against your yoni egg. You can even attach a string to your yoni egg and add a very light weight. So you can literally perform a pelvic weight training just like you would kind of train your glutes. So that's how you train your pelvic floor muscles intravaginally and anally. And the third benefit of using yoni eggs, which is actually my reason, my favorite, um, is the energetic aspect. So it's stone medicine, crystal therapeutic aspect of using your yoni egg. So like I said previously, you can use your yoni egg for meditation, yoga, qigong, and nagong. And the really awesome thing about yoni eggs is their placement. Inserting a crystal energetically intravaginally puts it in the kidney heart reflexology position, which is right near the cervix. So this reflexology zone is going to stimulate and strengthen the heart-kidney connection, which is the connection which connects the Shen spirit and the Jing, which is your essence. So additionally, the yoni egg is in close proximity to a lot of energetic anatomical points, primarily Hu Yin, which is known as Ren 1. It's close to the root chakra, 
the lower dantian, which is placed in the uterus in women, and also the mingmen, which is the kidney yang that sits between both kidneys. And lastly, it's really close to the chongmai and baomai channel. So you might not be familiar with all these channels, the energetic anatomical points, but all to say it's all very powerful points and helps us to connect with our womb. So some do's and don'ts of using yoni eggs is, let's start with don'ts. Um, do not sleep with your yoni eggs. So you don't want to let your yoni egg make long-term impressions in your pelvic floor. You want to use it for technique, sex, masturbation, and then take it out. Um, again, do not use a yoni egg if you are suffering from myofascial hyperactive pelvic floor or any floor form of vaginismus. And of course, pelvic inflammatory disease or any other kind of gynecological complaints that you feel like you may, you know, be maybe worsened by a yoni egg, okay? So don't use your yoni egg for more than a couple hours a day. Use it for the techniques that you intend to use it for and take it out. Don't use it if you are pregnant, if you are on your period, or currently experiencing any kind of bacterial or fungal infection, including BV, yeast infection, um, what was the thing I said earlier? UTIs. Also, do not use your yoni egg if it has any visible surface cracks or chips. For obvious reasons, you do not want pieces of crystals chipping off from your yoni egg or crystal sex toy and entering into you intravaginally or anally. Be sure to wash your yoni egg with an adult toy cleanser or fragrance-free antibacterial soap. I really like Dr. Myers. Is that what it is? No, Dr. Bronner's. Who the hell is Dr. Myers? Um, Dr. Bronner's antibacterial soap and rinse it thoroughly with warm water. So some people do boil their yoni eggs, but I do not recommend that because crystals are so delicate and boiling it can actually create long-term damage to it physically, but energetically it can disrupt some of those negative ions that crystals tend to produce naturally. If you are going to attach a string to your yoni egg, be sure to only exclusively attach um, organic cotton string or organic hemp string. Don't introduce any other kind of nylon string or material that could potentially disrupt your natural flora. So yeah, that's it. That's only scratching the surface of how do you work with yoni eggs. And this is really quick because... I'm going into a session. And as a reminder, I do provide a lot of gems in my podcast, especially for those of you that cannot work with me. So I would sincerely appreciate the energetic exchange of you doing an Apple review for me. It takes longer for you to listen to the podcast than it does to do a review. It takes less than two minutes. If you have an iPhone, simply go on the podcast app and find my podcast and scroll down to the bottom and you you can write a review. I'd really appreciate any kind of reviews to help me get on the charts and that way other people can find me because if you find this information valuable then I can only imagine how many others can benefit from it and change their lives and if you want you can also 
post a screenshot or one of the favorite your favorite portions of a podcast episode and give me a shout out on Instagram. A lot of my clients find me through their friends. So that helps as well. That is a very small energy exchange compared to all the wisdom that I drop and all the time that it does take me because it does take my time and energy to create these. So I'm asking for something very little and would really appreciate it, especially if you guys want me to continue doing these or else it will be solely exclusive content for my paying clients. So until next week, I love you all. Take care. So while I'm on the topic of yoni eggs, I would like to talk about yoni steaming, which is the process of boiling certain herbs and then allowing the steam to penetrate your vulva. And a lot of women consider this a spiritual practice, as it is, but I'm not going to dive too much into that. Um, Yoni steaming has actually been used for thousands of years, like centuries, because it's traditional Chinese medicine and also South American medicine because women of Belize and several other places actually use it postpartum. And... Yoni steaming has gained vast popularity in the holistic community and new age community. And there's this ongoing battle between the people who sell yoni steams and the holistic market and people in the medical field, OBGYNs, nurses who are alarmist. So the holistic community as a whole and new age community is really known for appropriating a lot of things, ancient practices, including indigenous medicine. Oftentimes they replicate it inaccurately. So there's a lot of misinformation about yoni steams and what they actually do um, from a traditional or herbalist point of view. So people in the Western medical field are actually notorious for undermining indigenous medicine and alternative forms of healing and it's also important not to equate ancient practices as being safe and effective because you have to do trial and error to see if certain methods are actually useful for you individually and you know it doesn't put you in harm's way so success with yoni steaming is based on the herbal formula, the pathology, and having a treatment plan, um, which is done by an herbalist. So it's also important to notate that the vagina is self-regulating and self-cleaning. However, vaginal issues do arise, yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, cervicitis, and according to Chinese medicine, The best way to go about treating such issues is to apply both an internal and an external treatment. So research on yoni steaming from a Western biomedical perspective is non-existent, but there's a lot of research in China for traditional Chinese medicine for yoni for using yoni steaming in combination with other internal system uh other internal supplements and such to combat a wide variety of issues 
So strictly from a biomedical perspective, there's just not enough research to say that it's effective and there's not enough research to say that it's dangerous. So it's really important to uncover some of the myths when it comes to yoni steaming. And there's a lot that circulates the holistic community and it confuses people. So myth number one, yoni steaming is for maintenance. No, it's not. Yoni steaming is not necessary for a healthy vagina. You do not have to yoni steam to maintain healthy vaginal flora. Myth number two, yoni steams balance your hormones. No, it absolutely does not. It does not affect your hormones. It's physically impossible. The third thing is that yoni steaming treats infertility. Again, absolutely not. It's never been used in this way to treat infertility. There's no success surrounding infertility. Um, This one is, you know, this myth is actually a very heartbreaking one because I do sell yoni steams and I've had numerous women ask me, you know, like, I'm infertile, can this help me? And I question where they even heard that from or got the concept from, but Unfortunately, I do break it down to them of how it works and that, no, it is not going to aid in infertility. So I think that it's just a benefit added for marketing purposes. So fourth myth about uni steaming is that it regulates your menses and it does not affect your menstruation. There's no yoni steaming in the world that's actually going to give you a lighter period. At most, it may reach your cervix, but it's not going to enter your uterus. The fifth myth is that yoni steaming is necessary for a toxic womb. It does not detox your womb. So the phrase detox your womb is very popular in the holistic community but the womb is in no need of any kind of fucking detoxification usually when people use this phrase i think they mean that (coughs) it helps to eliminate a layer of crested endometriosis or the uterus um but yoni seams are not going to do any such things Another thing I hear is that yoni steaming helps to treat PCOS or uterine fibroids. No, it does not. So, again, the steam is not getting anywhere near your fibroids. Another thing is that yoni steam helps to treat or prevent a prolapsed uterus, bladder, or rectum. No, it does not. It doesn't help prolapse at all because prolapse is dependent on your pelvic floor and yoni steaming isn't going to strengthen muscle fibers of your pelvic floor to begin to cure something like a prolapsed uterus. So another thing, another myth is that yoni steaming is going to tighten and tone the vaginal walls and This is drawn from a social insecurity that a lot of women are led to have about themselves. And using something like yoni steaming to sell to women is 
awful. I mean, it's not going to tonify or enhance your vagina. It's very unreasonable. And the last thing is that yoni steams prevent STIs. That is absolutely false. It's not going to decrease your likelihood of getting it. Yoni steaming after you have sex. It's not going to affect whether you're getting an STI or if it's laying dormant in your vaginal flora. So there are also dangers of yoni steaming advertisements, okay? And this is something that I've seen in the holistic community a lot. So a huge trend I see with sellers is that there's a belief that the female body is dirty or dysfunctional by default. And that's why I mentioned earlier that it's not necessary to do yoni steaming to maintain the vaginal flora. Yoni steaming is used as a medical modality to treat something. You don't need to detox your vulva, vagina, cervix, uterus, nothing. Another danger with how things are, the yoni steams are advertised is that it's tempting more women to stop seeking advice from their OBGYN, other practitioners, Ayurvedic or acupuncturist, and even herbalist. Um, so I am a certified herbalist. I do have one type of yoni steam that I create that's good for anyone and everyone. But if I know that a client has just given birth, then the mixture would be a little bit, of, it would be a little different. Um, I think it's really important to not rely on blogs and such from people who aren't even herbalists or practitioners, right? Another danger is that yoni steams are actually created with other dangerous products. So yoni steams should never have oils in it. Um, A lot of people who sell yoni steams also sell yoni pearls. And yoni pearls are basically these small bundles of um, herbs that are wrapped up in like a white cotton net thing and it's meant to be inserted into the vagina like a tampon to help quote detox but yoni pearls are actually very 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 emphasis on the very dangerous um i i can't get into that today but the point of the matter is that effective medical modalities are then lumped together with ineffective modalities and that's potentially very dangerous because it helps the same quote vibe right Um, another thing is that some women may actually overuse yoni steaming so the point of it is to it's self-care right if you just want to relax connect with your womb space And it can also help to eradicate the energy of past lovers. But if you don't know your worth and you're just sharing your body and then you're going and steaming yourself, that's not doing anyone any good. You're doing a huge disservice to yourself. So Yoni steaming, you know, like a lot of companies actually tell you to do it once a week, which is ridiculous if you have absolutely no pathology. I think that doing it once a month is great, but that's it. Um, 
so yoni I, I mean yoni steaming can actually worsen your symptoms if you have vaginosis or any kind of fungal issue um and that being warm wet dark environments do breed microfloras and it can potentially exacerbate whatever problem you're already going through. So the greatest benefit from doing yoni steaming is actually helping with inflammation and irritation of the vulva. So this is if you properly select herbs that are known to be topical, anti-inflammatory, that are gentle enough to be exposed to such a sensitive area. Another benefit of yoni steaming is the stimulation and the increased surface blood flow. So bringing surface to the surface of the skin has a lot of benefits. Obviously, it can help with elasticity of the skin. It helps to keep the skin vibrant, soft, and nourished. One of my personal favorite things about yoni steaming is the way that the steam essentially stimulates that area. It's all the erogenous stimulation and it really allows you to relax and it's very relaxing. <laughs> it gets you very open, sensual, and goddess mode. Another thing is the restora restoration of moisture to the vulva, which happens because of clothes that irritate and cause you to get dry in that area. Um, also for women who are a little older, postmenopausal, and their estrogen might have, might have decreased. So it'll help alleviate that. Be, and also like condoms dry you out, pads, tampons, those all dry you out. Even the Diva Cup, like it dries you out. Um, another benefit is the ability to regulate the vaginal microbiome. So, of course, you have to use the proper antimicrobial herbs, but you can successfully bring the microflora back to balance. And your microflora can be thrown off balance because of your cycle, using certain kinds of feminine washes, because of your diet, and even sexual encounters. So, one thing I always say is, like, if you are itching and scratching and you don't feel juicy or... Um, fuck, what was I going to say? I totally lost my train of thought. That's fine. If you feel any of those kind of ways, like after having sex with someone, that person is not for you. Oh, if you get UTIs, right? Even if you like just go pee right after and you're burning, like that's your pussy basically telling you like, please keep this person away from me because I do not likes him. Um... Using a yoni steam that has gentle antimicrobial herbs can actually help along with taking internal treatment to just restore the internal balance. So yoni steam can also help with a cold uterus. Uh, this is something in traditional Chinese medicine. It's a theory and it doesn't mean that your uterus is literally cold. Um, basically, it's more so of the quality of chi or lack thereof in the uterus. So again, yoni steaming does not physically reach the uterus. It's applying the heat and warmth to the vulva, perineum, and allowing the channels, your liver channels, 
your Ren Mai, Do Mai, Chung Mai channels to be warmed and then activating and warming the chi of the uterus. So if you do decide to do yoni steaming, some mistakes to avoid are using a plastic bucket or container. Um, I actually used to use a bucket, but then it's porous and you don't want to use something that's porous and absolutely never do it out of a toilet. Um, I don't care how clean it is, but exposing hot steam over such a sensitive area <clears throat> I'm something so porous that can just like break any minute it's not worthwhile um, and for obvious reasons you know like a toilet steam is just not ideal yeah it's convenient if you don't have a yoni stool but it's not a good idea to expose steam to you know all the bacteria that's sitting in the toilet bowl already regardless of it you cleaning it also always purchase yoni steams from an herbalist i know there's a ton of people on etsy if they are not certified herbalist they're just putting a bunch of herbs together and that can actually cause more danger because i've seen people put peppermint and trust me you do not want to steam your vagina with peppermint. Um, so shop only from Herbalist. You know, this is really for obvious reasons. Get formulas from someone who knows how to properly prepare one. If you like to steam, then do it twice a month. Max, don't overdo it. Um, and two is definitely like pushing it but once a month max right there's no need to like steam once a week or more than twice a month and lastly <clears throat> don't ever add essential oils to your yoni steam because yoni steams can completely terrorize your microbiome it can irritate your vulva it's going to be a hot mess. Just don't waste your essential oils. Don't put it in such hot water where all the volatile oils and things will just be destroyed anyways. I've also seen some people actually add crystals. And I don't know. It's just... It's actually very unnecessary. It's super hot wa water that can create the crystal... That can destroy the crystals, it's not going to enhance the medicinal properties of your yoni steam. So you might actually end up destroying the precious electromagnetic field of your crystal magnet of your crystals. Um, also, make sure to avoid a really hot yoni steam, but like, seriously, let that shit cool down because a lot of the complications that do come from yoni steaming is burning. It's almost always burning and you can burn your cervix if you're not careful. Also, avoid using spring water, tap water, exclusively use distilled water for your yoni steams because you wanna make sure the water is free of microbes. Oh. Don't do yoni steams if you're on your period or if you are pregnant. 
and don't get them done at spas. I know that there are spas, but no, you might as well go to a certified therapist or whatever and have it done there, but don't do it at a spa. Um, if you happen to have an allergic reaction, then it's most likely the calendula, um, which is great to use, but some people are highly allergic to calendula and, you know, some of the other herbs. So if you don't know um, what you're allergic to, then maybe don't use it, maybe skin test it. Um, also, getting contact dermatitis on your vulva is not the business. So please patch test the yoni steam before you expose it to your vulva. And unbeknownst to you, you're allergic to one of the ingredients in your yoni steams. But that is all I have for you today. So if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. If you would like to purchase Yoni Steams, that is also available on my website at bloomshakti.com. B-L-O-O-M-S-H-A-K-T-I. Until next week. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.